Who's ready to get naked? Welcome to the Let's Get Naked podcast, where we strip down all the layers of insecurity in order to have open and honest conversations about all things surrounding love and money. We're your hosts, Ama and Saeed Shabazz. Quick disclaimer, our guests have volunteered to come on and share intimate details about their lives. So let's take a moment, be non-judgmental, and listen with an open heart. This week, we are exploring what it means to be single and ready to mingle in today's society. We're joined by our guest, Patrick Archie from London, former personal trainer, singer, and currently working on her certification as a spiritual life coach. And Simone Posey, who is a classically trained dancer and actor with an extensive resume. <laughs> and she has some stuff coming up, guys. Girl, your, your resume was so long. I was like, <laughs> you know what, I just copied and pasted it. <laughs> I was like, oh. there's different, different bios for different things. Right, right. So yeah. how do you guys typically find your dates? To be honest, I ain't dated in a long time. When was, when was your last date? Really quick, before you answer that, let's let's clarify something. What constitute as a date? Mm. In your estimation, because everybody has and a, a different, thesis for that. Also, That's I, true. <laughs> well, I want to hear what she has. To say. I think for me, a date is someone who's who finds interest in me that wants to get to know me. Mm-hmm. So they're going to ask me out, whether it's for lunch or coffee or dinner. Um, and the whole interaction is based on getting to know one another, not through calls or text messages. Just, I see you, you see me, and we're having this deep conversation. And wherever it leads to, it's where it leads to, you know. I think it's just being able to meet that person for where they're at and just really understand, is like, is this, is this a thing? Like, are we really trying to take this somewhere? Or is this like, oh, nice to meet you, was a wonderful person. I had a great day today. Goodbye. See you then. You know, I'll never see you again. So I don't know. I just feel like that's dating is just a step to see if what the vibes I'm feeling. Let me see you face to face over a coffee or a meal and see if that the vibes is actually real or what you were saying was just a whole bunch of make believe just to try uh-huh. exactly. take me into your bedroom. Do you know what I mean? So okay. exactly. Um, I I would completely agree with that. I think the day and age that we're in right now. People have a this hard idea of separating talking to that yes, phrase yes. and the phrase of dating. Phrase. I hate yes, the phrase of, of talking to. I can't stand to. that. Um, I do think there's levels to dating. Um, some people skip past, you know, <laughs> number three and go right to number one or vice versa. But I do, I do think that a date should be. I still believe in chivalry, okay. and I think that a man should ask, or or you, you know, you could be. Uh, gay, you could be bisexual, whoever. You're the partner who's more dominant, whatever, in that situation should ask, can I take you out? And you go somewhere where you can actually hear each other. Not necessarily, <laughs> I don't think a bar is a great place for a first date, unless it's a bar that's a chill atmosphere. Yeah. Not necessarily a place that you know you vibe and Maybe you go to somewhere afterwards and it could be a whole Love Jones situation with the reggae. <laughs> yeah. That's cool afterwards. But somewhere where you can genuinely talk and just get to know somebody on a first name, first level basis yeah, and yeah, not right. through text or phone call. Don't right. text me. Quiet, <laughs> right, really quick. So both of you guys gave a great explanation for it. Mm-hmm. If you could put it in one sentence, Patrick, what, what, what would dating, the definition of dating be for you? Communication. Mm, okay. okay. Mm. 
Stop getting in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Dating is being vocal about introductions. Hmm. Being vocal about introductions. That's it. Okay. Simple oh, cool. that. All right. So how do you guys usually meet people <laughs> single in LA? Well, in my old days. No, <laughs> well, do you know? Okay, so I can only talk about when I first, first moved to LA, and this was in 2014, um... I was like, oh, let me get on Tinder, let me get on these things, right? But to be honest, I feel like the whole social, like, dating apps has changed tremendous, tremendously over the years. Because okay. when I moved in 2014, men were taking women out on dates. Like, mm. I went on actual <laughs> dates. We text. We was like, he was like, okay, what is your schedule like? I said, I'm free on Saturday, Sunday. He would pick me up from my house. We would go over. We would have an amazing dinner or whatever it was, took me home. Fast forward to a few years later, they either text you to death or they say, oh, let's come to my house. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. love, I don't want to come to your house. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I just want to, oh, let's go to this place. And it's and I realise, like, now on these dating apps, it's just, the communication is just so blurred. It's just, they text you to death. They say today, tomorrow, next week, by the time, you know, six months has gone past and it's like, hey, stranger. And it's like, no, I'm over it. Like, right, hey, stranger. You know, but that that's how I first started my dating. But recently, I'm I'm done with the whole dating apps <laughs> because it's unnecessary. Now I feel like dating apps is just people want to hook up on mm-hmm. dating apps. Yeah. So I'm like, it's unnecessary. I want to get to know your mind, not your body. We can, we can do that later on. So now it's... People that I bump into, if I see a guy in in Whole Foods and he's like, hey, you look beautiful, how's your day? And we start talking and he asks for my telephone number. I'm like, well, there's a reason why he crossed my path and asked for my telephone number. So we shall see what happens from there. So that's okay. how I interact with men now. It's just people that I cross paths with on a daily basis outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like I've never done the whole dating app thing. It scares me. I, I saw this meme on Instagram that was talking about how years ago, your parents told you, don't get in the car with a stranger. Don't even speak with a stranger. Now, here we are in 2020 where we call strangers up or text them to, to pick us up. up. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. So it's a, it's, a, it's a myriad of just a lot of things with strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree with you. A lot of it is about, you know, just hooking up. So for me, dating, um, it's more so through people that, people that I know um, or a friend's friend or mm-hmm. just in passing because... I like to be able to see you, first of all. I don't want to be catfished. I'm, I'm the type of person I could feed off of somebody's energy, and I know kind of who you are within the first 10 minutes. I don't know everything about you. I can be wrong. Everybody's been wrong before. But you can kind of notice what a person is and how they vibe by how they walk and where they at. If they're at Whole Foods, I know you eat healthy. <laughs> For real. Um, just saying. But, yeah, That's just true. just in, in passing, really. Okay. The whole DM thing, no. Not happening. No, not happening. I, I, I want to come back to something you said you said uh he it sounded very specific so with this person that you were dating who in 2014 way back in the day yes (laughs) man we're in 2020 2020 back in history right right was this gentleman was he older was he from a different area like what do you think um made that he was older but i I've got to a stage where I believe that age doesn't necessarily mean nothing. I think it's the wisdom of a person because someone could be 40 and could be acting like they're 12 and someone could be 21 and their wisdom, you would think they're about 60. So I don't think age has anything to do with it. I just think it's their morals and their ethics and what 
they how they are I mean growing up my mentality was like oh I want an older guy I want an older guy so most of the dates that I did go on the guys were significantly older than me they were really different there was I think one guy was like a, a lawyer or something and he picked me up and it was interesting because his whole get up was like let me show you how much money I have type thing okay. he rolled up in this car and was like well, get whatever you want and in my head I'm like I don't care how much money you got like that doesn't do anything to me and then i met another guy who was like same age same thing but he was very into his looks very into Mm. you know i'm from i'm in la i'm this actor and i'm all about me type thing and i was like all right love like (laughs) so um yeah it was just different personalities but they definitely were significantly older than me i mean i was 23 at the time and i think i was talking to guys that were like in their 30s at that time Mm -hmm. so yeah I I really don't think had anything to do with age but I could tell just by the persona they had carried for themselves the kind of guys I was kind of dealing with Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so what typically attracts you to to someone like what do you guys look for no to be honest with you I used to have a list and this is when I was younger Uh um because as women, I'm confident in saying that we, we know what we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The list does change, and it starts to dwindle down the older that you yes. get. Yes. And uh, one thing that used to be on my list is I, wa- I didn't want a guy that had kids. But I do realize I'm getting older. Yeah. Yep. Everybody in the mama got kids. <laughs> For real. Dang. You know, um, just, just certain things. And then also noticing that I'm not the same person that I used to be. Yeah. I don't hang out at the same places that I used to. Like, I'm not trying to meet no man in the club. I'm sorry. Right. It's just a no. But I would say for me, honestly, I would be lying if I said looks are not a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think in the context of the future. So... I don't want an ugly man because my kid's going to be ugly. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what? No, but just as a joke. Just as a joke. But just as a joke. But just as a joke. But for real. But for But to be honest with you, personality does matter so much more than looks. Yes. Looks do matter. Eh. But personality, personality does matter at the end of the day. I want somebody that works hard, grinds hard just as much as I do. I want somebody who is business oriented. I, my mom always said, no one is ever going to be your better half because you're always whole. Yeah, but I want somebody that compliments me. And another thing that I noticed um, in regards to dating, women, we kind of have to stop being so hard on men yes. in certain situations because we want a man with A1 credit. We want a man with this and this. But do you have A1 credit? Mm. Do you Girl, have this? You see what I'm saying? So, so yes. you're already like, you know, jumped a little bit ahead. Oh, we did. You know. <laughs> We had questions on that, but you know, it's it's a good point that you made because mm-hmm. we are asking like, do you come to the table with the same things that you're exactly. requiring that you know your partner to have? So I want you said something before we go there, yeah, because that that's that's ahead. Something that you said that's very uh, that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you want somebody that hustles as hard as you do, right? Right, right. What I've oh, when, and well, let me know how you feel about this scenario. Mm-hmm. You find a man, both of you guys work ethic and grind is on 10 together, right? Mm-hmm. At what point is the balance of we're grinding, but now we're together? Mm-hmm. Because when you find, you say I want somebody to grind as hard as me, right. but if his grind is nonstop, 
and then you started to feel neglected, but you asked for the grind and then you got it. Right. So how That's do you true. how do you find or create a balance in that? That's very true. It has to be balanced. So you can grind in certain things different than what I do. Right. I'm an actress. You may grind in business. So with the two combined, I need help in this way. You know what I mean? Not necessarily does your your grind doesn't have to stop, but how can we grind together? So how can your business and my acting combine together? So maybe we're helping each other in the same format, but you're still doing what you have to get done, and I'm still doing what I have to get done. I don't want somebody that distracts me from what I have to get done in my career, but somebody who can be an accessory to it. And I can be the same in their light, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I get that. But you do need time. For relaxation, you do need time. That's what for I'm yourself. saying. So I completely agree with that. So to to that point, again, you said a businessman, you're an actress. Mm-hmm. Your hours are going to be totally different. You book right. a gig, you're rehearsing, you know, for however long. Right. He's a nine to fiver, mm-hmm. and now so now the hours are matching up. You get home in the morning, you know, you're there. Mm-hmm. He he has to go to work. At what point do you say something? Because mm-hmm. you know the weekends he's free, but you might have to go do a fitting or whatever, right? Yeah. But the, the hustle is there, mm-hmm. and the desire for one another is there, but the times don't match up. This is that a thing. deal breaker, or like how, how do you manage nah, your this is the thing. You make time for the things that you want to make time that for. Is, that's sure. it. So, yeah, you may have a 9 to 5. Yeah, I might go in at 7. There's still that time from 5 to 7. It may not be a lot of time, but you you those two hours still mean time. so much more than nothing at all. You see what I'm saying? Eventually, yes. Eventually, as you grow, like the time needs to, you need to have adequate time and communication with this person. Two hours is not going to be enough. Let's be realistic here. But you make time for what you want to make time for. Sometimes you have to say no to certain things. Sometimes you have to, you know, if you're a nine to fiver, I get off, you know, most actors are servers. I get off work at 12 a.m. Maybe you need to have a date night, just one night of the week that, you know, you go out to an after hours spot. Something needs to be done because there has to be in order for a relationship to be healthy, you have to have an equal balance of grind and hustle, whether separate together, but there has to be time together. Patra, now more specifically, have mm-hmm. you ever been in a relationship to where the passion was there, the hustle was there, but the time was an issue? Um, or or yeah. did you feel like he didn't give you the time that you needed to build a relationship? Because oftentimes I hear... Uh, women complain like, oh, I'm, when I meet guys in my field or meet guys who have, you know, the right. earnings that I, you know, require, right. the time isn't there. So I want to kind of pick your brain to see if you've had a situation like that. I don't think I've, I've actually been in a situation where the time wasn't there. Because to me, I feel like, again, as what you said, mm-hmm. you make time for what you like what you want or what you desire so if I'm meeting someone and we're talking and there's no time, that means I'm not priority. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to really put my like set myself up for her or feel like this guy isn't for me. Right. If you get what I mean, so I've never really been in a situation where I don't feel like he has time for me. I've been in situations where I've met someone who um, has said they have the same drive and they want the same things and are going after it, but they say one thing and they show me another. I've seen that where it's like, well, you said you wanted to do this, so why are you not doing this or why do you not have the organization for it or why are you not going after those things that you say you want Mm -hmm. that's what i've experienced but then i've also learned that um you are what you attract so if i say i want to hustle for something and i am 
you know, procrastinating or doing those certain things and I'm seeking a man who says he wants those same things, I'm also, I'm going to attract who I am. Mm -hmm. So I may say I want these things, but I'm procrastinating. Well, guess what, Patra? You're also going to get a man who wants those things who also procrastinates as well. So to me, I just see it now is that if I'm seeking a relationship that I know what I desire, then I have to look at myself. I have to look at myself like, okay, I want, I am a business person. How, how does that show that I'm a business person? What do I do in a daily that represents that? So that the man I'm seeking also can attract to what I am doing. You know, everything I know I'm doing is a mirror image of the person I'm aligning myself with. So I know what I want. And the more I work on myself, the more the, that guy will come to me in ways I could never believe because I know I've been working on myself. So that's how I like see it when it comes to relationships. Like now it's just like any person I have dealt with, I know it's because I have to look at myself. What was I doing? Mm -hmm. And he was a mirror image of what I was doing. So if I want time, if I make time for myself and relax and give myself the self-care that I need and love myself in the way that I need to love myself and not just overwork, then I'll also attract a man who will work and also find the time to give me the care and give me the love and give me the time that I need as well. Mm -hmm. So that's how I see it when it comes to relationships now, when it comes to guys. And it's also 24 hours in a day. Like people who say, I don't have the time to work out. Maybe you don't have the time to work out at 5 o'clock or 7 o'clock. Get up and go at 6 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Make the time for it. In a relationship or when looking for a spouse, initially, what's, what are you looking more for? Connection or somebody who's financially going to be able to assist. I wanted to actually touch on that because <laughs> <clears throat> I did hear you say that looks were, you know, pretty important to you, right? Mm -hmm. But then you agreed when she said she didn't care how much money mm -hmm. he has, right? right. So you, you do you prioritize the looks ahead of their financial stability or how does... Looks are important, but they're not at the top. Mm. When I say looks, meaning that like if I'm if this man is gonna be my king and I'm gonna be his queen, right. you gotta roll over every day and see that same face. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that I, you're attracted. I'm attracted. That's what I mean. Not yeah. saying in the sense of he has to be this the most amazing. No, like uh, uh, because mm -hmm. sometimes that man is nothing compared to this man who's you know. Right. So yeah, in regards to finances, you need to have a job. <laughs> you have okay. to. I'm not going to lie and say, like, it has to be a certain specific job. I mean, you can't be working at Wendy's, you know, because I'm not working at Wendy's. Like, that's, yeah. if you're a server, cool, I serve. Like, you you can't ask for something that you're not already, you know what I mean? But you have to be career-driven, in yeah. a sense. And maybe you're not there yet, but as long as you are work, working towards it. Okay. That's what I mean by finances. You don't have to be a millionaire. I've dated guys who are of that caliber and they, they don't know how to conversate. They don't know how to have a conversation with you. So okay. money doesn't matter in they the sense with of, their money. Exactly. Yeah. Everything yeah. is about the money with them. And again, like I'm I'm thinking in terms of long term in the future, I can't have a conversation with you about money all day and every day. And money comes and leaves. It's recycling. Yes. So what's gonna happen when you don't have the money? Exactly. What are we gonna talk about? Good good point. Because I had a mentor who all he talked about was like earning more money. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, you don't talk about anything else. He goes, Well, do you have money? I was like, not like you. He goes, that's why you don't talk about it. Mm. Ooh, so, good point. So those, those who have, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Like I have, I have a ton of love. I can talk about love all day. And right, I, I feel point. like, you know, I'm going to earn my worth. 
uh, at some point. But those who have, from what I've seen, in especially in L.A., they're no longer looking for, because they know if they meet you, you don't have what I have. Right. So I'm the commodity here. Mm-hmm. So you need me, and I, you know, I, I guess I can use you. So it's like once somebody has the earning, if you don't match the earning, you're now a liability to them and not an asset, and they're an asset to you. You know what I mean? Okay, but you have this money, but let's talk about how you got that money and how you obtained that money, what struggles you had to go through to to get that money. I feel like that's more important to me than you talking about stocks. I don't know anything about stocks. I get bored when you talk about stocks. Like I don't feel like you're you're higher than me. I see what you're saying. Like I don't feel like you're higher than me just because you have more money. But people may think that in a sense. Like you said, you might have more love to give. One's tangible, one's not. Right. It, it's all about the idea of what you see as important, you know? I want to add to that. So, like, I feel like, as you said, whatever you are, like, vibing on the most is what you're going to talk about. And I think that's how you start to realize who are for you and who's not for you. Because, I mean, if someone talks about money all the time because they're on that frequency because, I mean, that's that's what revolves around them. Mm-hmm. And so with their friends and their family, that also is on that same energy that always are going to talk about stuff like that so i feel like if you meet someone and you're not comfortable in their conversations that's a clear indication that's not somebody you're attracting to are you comfortable talking to your partners the people that you date about money are you comfortable yeah you need to be you have to be comfortable because i think when you're not comfortable about money then the uncomfortability becomes even more strained and so once you in a relationship when you when you need to talk about money, you don't know how to because you never started off talking about money. Mm-hmm. I think for some reason, I don't know why money has become such a taboo that no one wants to talk about. It. It's like even when people ask you how much you get paid, it's like, uh, uh, yeah. right. just like, yeah. Yeah. It's, I think the more you are free about money, mm-hmm. the more money is able to come, it come to you. Because it's like you, you become tight with money. And I right. think the reason why millionaires are millionaires and people that have money is because they're free about it. They're not afraid to discuss how much money they make or don't make how much money they lost or didn't lose. Whereas people who aren't on that understanding that the more you are free with it, the more you accumulate. It's like people that love love. The more you talk about love, I love loving people, I love doing, the more love comes to you. Whereas if you are like, oh, I don't talk about this, then look at your life. Is there a lot of love in your life? Is there a lot of money in your life? Do you have, just what I'm saying? I think the things that people are afraid to talk about is the thing, the theme that's not actually current in your life. Mm-hmm. You well, know? Money needs to be talked about because statistically shown, money is the reason why most marriages break up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not because the love is not there or the right. love is lost. It's because if you don't have somewhere to, you know, lay your head or clothes or food, the basic necessities, it, it's hard to stay together. And then, like, for women, like, not all of us, but a lot of us, what constitutes a man as a man, a mm-hmm. provider, somebody who's yep. secure. If you don't have the money, and I'm not saying that I don't need to have this because I need to come equal with it, but you being a man, if you don't have these things, it could make things harder mm-hmm. in a relationship. Two questions. First question. In your last relationship, whenever it was, did you talk about money, and when did you talk about it mm. in the relationship? in my last relationship we did talk about money um he was in the same financial uh issues that i was in 
However, I think the thing that made us kind of different is if I don't have money, go out and get it. I will never, ever, ever go without a job. Never. Because I can walk into a room and figure it out. Mm-hmm. I can use the skills that I already have, the experiences that I have. Or sometimes I can think about a skill and come up with, well, I did that on that job. I was this. You know what I mean? Your resume is all about decorating what you did and who you did and where you were. So um, we did talk about money. We talked about it within, I think, the second month okay. of dating. Because the first month is always like honeymoon. You know, yeah. people are, not that you're necessarily afraid to ask those certain questions, but realistically, that's not on your, on your mind. Yes, you're no. just like, I'm happy. For real, yeah. for real, for real. Yeah, um, I think for me, like, since living in L.A., it was a while ago that I was in a serious relationship. And we both was like, I came bright-eyed, you know, right. trying to fulfill my dreams and goals. And <laughs> he, same way, even though he was born and raised in LA, in L.A., he was trying to fulfill his goals and dreams as well. So we talked about money because there was a struggle, but it was like, you know, it's a struggle because we're trying to find our niche and figure out mm-hmm. how things is going to work out for us. So... For me, them times, my brother was sending me money. My mom was sending me money from England. And me and him was together. And I was like, look, what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. Like, we both said this is our our dreams and what we want. I know none of us, we don't have a lot. But if I have it, I'm going to help you out. And if you have it, you can help me out. Because we're both driving for the same goals, you know. So we talked about money from jump. So if he said he didn't have anything and I had a little something, I'm like, okay, take this, like mm. take this for this. And the times that he would have money, he'd be like, yo, I just put this and this inside the account, use that to go buy this. Or So I love to talk about money from the beginning because there was actually a video my mom sent me a while ago on WhatsApp. And this woman was talking about how the women that are getting older are so caught up with men having so much money that you lose sight of, a connection and she said okay maybe he doesn't have any money but what if you're that woman that is his backbone he starts a business and then he makes a whole bunch of money and then you guys are like you know you are with him with that that fruition that helped him to get to that point mm-hmm. and that's how I feel like I'm never gonna make him feel any less right. if he was making less money than me and I saw that in my home because my mom um I've always seen my mom as the breadwinner and she never, ever, ever made my dad feel less of a man in any sort of way, right. you know. So to me, I'm going to support you regardless. If you have a job and tomorrow you tell me they laid me off, I say, okay, cool. What's the next move? I'm going right. to hold you down. And then same thing. If I fall short, he can hold me down. I just feel like I'm not here. I'm not no damsel in distress. I'm not here to be saved. I'm not here for you to be paying my way. That's not it. I am whole and you are whole and we're here to support and guide each other and I learned that from my first relationship that it's cool if you ain't got it, I've got you. And mm-hmm. vice versa, that's what I received from him. When I didn't have it, he got me. So, But do you think like there's a lot of men who think the opposite because there are so many women out there who... I was coming to that next. Are, yeah, I read, yeah, let's do I it. Read it. On, because they're, uh, I think pretty much what I'm getting from this table, everybody at this table... Um, we realize the obstacles of men and we both realize the obstacles so, and the downfalls of women. Yes. So there are a lot of women, especially in L.A. where we are, who are seeking men out just for their money. Yep. And they do want to play the damsel of stress because they don't want to work. They just want to be taken care of. Right. And if that's your thing, then that's your thing. But make it clear. And I feel like a lot of men have been jaded yes. from that. So here we are 
the women who are single and ready we to are <laughs> we here. Right. They're coming to us with that same stigma because we are a product of what we experienced. To piggyback off that, I feel like that's where communication needs to come mm-hmm. from. And I think that's the biggest issue, I would say, especially coming from staying in L.A., that no one wants to talk about nothing. Yeah. Everybody's surface level. Everybody just wants to be like, I see you, you see me. Well, let's wear away that BS, the mask that everybody is wearing, and let's really have a conversation. Por- Portia, are, are you saying that people should get naked? Yes. <laughs> people should definitely get naked. Let's be naked together. All right, I'm going to ask a really personal question. Okay, let's go. All right, so do you guys typically, like looking back, mm-hmm. have sex with your partner before discussing finances? Which one usually comes first? If you know the answer, go for it. Well, I'm going to talk first. <laughs> <laughs> the Scorpio in me. <laughs> oh my do you know what? Like, let me let me say, I am all about connection. Like, when the connection is strong, I really don't care about anything else. Like, okay, let's just enjoy each other. <laughs> That's just how I feel. If the connection is strong, let's stop all this small Thank talk. You for your let's stop okay, all okay. this. Like, you know, I'm trying to. Fi- let's just enjoy each other because clearly this connection is way stronger than any conversation we're trying to have. Uh-huh. And then sometimes, sometimes I feel like. The connection, we can have a strong connection. We can have sex together. And I'm like, well, that's what I really wanted, really. <laughs> I mean, I can still continue to talk it to you, but that vibration that I was feeling before has kind of gone away now. So, uh, nice meeting you. No, <laughs> no, obviously not in that sense. But, but like, yeah, I just feel like sometimes, um, I think this whole stigma of women and not be, just her, her sexuality is this taboo and she has to be, nah, look. Forget all of that. We're in 2020. Feel the vibes. Like, let's let's stop lying and saying that we're these, you know, women that only just want to have a conversation and want you to look after me. No, if you want to enjoy yourself, then have enjoy yourself. And after that enjoyment, you feel like, I really like this dude. Like, I really want to see where this is going to go. Then we can start talking some deep stuff. So the sex establishes the connection before you get to, you know discussing anything in depth right well yeah i feel like it just depends on the vibe between me and that person like sometimes Mm -hmm. i can meet someone and it's just like i don't really want to mesh with you like that Mm -hmm. but there's something about you that i still want to get to know Uh you know and then we might have these deep conversations and we might just end up talking about careers and finances and all these things or there's could be someone i'm talking to and it's just like I just want to see what you got going on first. And then, <laughs> you know, if that just made us even more deeper, then I'm just like, let's have even more deeper conversation. And I actually do feel like when you get the sex out of the way, the more comfortable you feel, in my, in my experience, I feel like the more <laughs> okay. comfortable you feel. It's like you see me naked okay. anyway. I think that. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, let's, we don't have to are, pretend anymore. Are you saying once you've gotten naked, it's all fair game. It's all fair game, baby. <laughs> crazy. Get naked changes everything. Let's oh get naked. God. All right. Go ahead, Simone. What you got? Um, my biggest pet peeve is wasted time. Okay. In a sense of, I think people are very clear and direct of what they want. Am I talking to you just because I want to get some and I want to get my rocks off? That's a fair thing. You might have had a hot girl summer. I did. Um, but, or am I, am I, am I getting to know you? And dating you 
there's that talking to versus dating thing and with the interest of pursuing something with future goals mm. there's two different things in the sense of i just want to have a good time i just want to have sex i'm not going to talk to you about money because selfishly i'm here for me right in that arena now in the other arena where i am focused on establishing something and seeing where it goes nine times out of ten the money conversation will happen prior to the sex hmm. not saying that that's always the case because i don't think i don't i think people who who generalize their connections like that that's a recipe for disaster because no two connections are alike okay so both of you guys the really quick thank you guys so much for sharing you know being transparent they're getting naked <laughs> <laughs> dropping that plug all day <laughs> so, um but one thing i heard was if if the connection is there it's just physical it's just physical or are we going to you know go that route long term we'll go that route i did not hear the addressing it up front you telling the guy because mm -hmm. our feelings matter too right saying hey listen i think you're dope you're very attractive blah 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 i'm just no i did I, say I'm that i said in the arena uh, when you just are... No, no, you, you said when you want to get your rocks off selfishly, you said that, but you never said that you let the guy know, hey, listen, this is just going to be... No, okay, let me, let me go back. <laughs> because that, that's about in being front and communicating. Yeah, it is. Right. Okay. In the arena, I think it is very clear to have that discussion of, but that's not about money necessarily. I think it's clear to have a discussion of, dude, we just, we just this is just sex, so I'm yeah. not going to talk to you about money and make it clear of this is what I want and is this what you want. Or we're gonna go the other route of let's establish something for long term. Then we can have conversations about money. But in the event of I'm just here to do me, you're just here to do you. We've had that conversation. I'm not talking to you about money. So really quick, quick answers, yes or no. Mm -hmm. Have you ever in two part? Have you ever and how often when you see a guy that you're just physically attracted to, mm -hmm. or you know physically and it might lead to something else, but you say, hey, listen, not as candid, but do you upfront say? Let's let's make this happen. Or do you go subtle and do all these little frou frou things, subtle moves to indicate uh, that sex is on the table and he has to figure it out? Are you up front or do you, you know, how does that work? When you know in your mind, I I want to get there. I want to get naked. <laughs> Both. I think um, in the past I've been less direct mm -hmm. because I was less direct with myself. There than we go. I was. Now that I know who I am, I know what I want. Very direct. Mm. Literally, I was going to say the same exact thing. That's it. Thank you guys. We want, thank you guys for being so honest and open with thank us. You. We enjoyed having you guys. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. much. Where can anybody find you or how, do, how does anybody reach and you? And like what do you have going on? Let us know. Yeah. People can find me on Instagram. I am at Posey, P-O-S-E-Y underscore gal, G-A-L. I have a co-star role in uh, HBO's Insecure coming out. And you can find me on Instagram and YouTube at Patra, that's P-A-T-R-A, Archie, A-R-C-H-I-E. And right now, I am currently just working on my certification as a spiritual life coach. So, if you guys need some help, come along. Right. Girl, we might be hitting you up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies, thank you all so much. It's been amazing. Thank you all for keeping it real and getting naked with us yes, here. Yes, thank um, you. Yeah, man, we'd love to have you guys back for a later episode. And um, 
Maybe recap. Who knows? Love. The status might be different. Indeed. Y'all gonna bring some men? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We'd like to invite you all to get naked with us and follow us on Instagram at The Real Let's Get Naked. You can also DM us any questions that you might have, and we just might answer them on the podcast. Also, feel free to go to our website, where you can ask us questions as well at StrongerTogetherProductions.com. This podcast was brought to you in part by On The Rise Media.